to Down to the Dub Live, a weekly show focusing on premium cigars and good times. With industry leaders, interviews, giveaways, and more, here are your hosts, Cigar Show Tim and Cigar Mechanic Brandon Wells. Let's get it started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Down to the Nub Live. Happy Sunday afternoon or evening, wherever you may be. This is episode 47, and uh, I'm starting to wonder if I lit up too strong of a cigar since I didn't have a big lunch, so we'll see how this episode goes. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if it's me, but your audio just went to absolute shit. Did it really? Nope, now it's back. That was weird. Yeah, the whole thing was all choppy. I don't know if that was just me or if it was uh if it was I don't know, dude, because we're having I'm having the issues over here. But what's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing well. I am I'm in my studio and mm-hmm. I've got insulation. I have electrical run, but it's not actually connected yet. So uh it, it's it's baby steps, one step at a time, but it's coming together. But overall overall I'm doing well. I got to play video games with my boys this morning. Uh went to all a right. little car show in a parking lot and had a uh photo session for Christmas cards for a customer and it's been a busy day, but a good day. What about you? Oh man, it has been just a busy, busy week, dude. Uh, just been absolutely crazy this week. And both of us, um, you know, we didn't get to sit down and do our pre-record this week, but, um, you know, I spent the first part of the week in Vegas, which was fun. And mm-hmm. I think I just noticed that my camera's off, but who cares? Uh, spent the first part of the week in Vegas, uh, came back and uh, had a great, um, men's group in the evening. And then just been a couple great, great days, dude. And uh, can't complain. Cleaned up the chicken coop today. Ooh. So I was almost late to get in here because I was just like just full of just the dander and the freaking feathers. And I feel like there's like a, a ton of feathers and dirt in my nostrils right now from cleaning out the chicken coop. Ugh, I don't I don't I don't envy you and that at all right now, actually. <laughs> no, no, uh, I don't envy me either. But you know what? It was a lot of fun. There you go. Everybody's checking in here. Remember, guys, to uh, check in if you're watching at a lounge or a brick and mortar or a shop or whatever. Uh, check in. Let us know where you're watching down in the live. And if they've got TVs and you want to ask them to turn this on and tune into YouTube.com slash down to the nub, then we'll do it. So then people can have fun and enjoy the show today. Yeah, I mean, if you want to torture everybody in the lounge, make sure you ask them to put us on it in every TV in there um, so that everybody can be equally tortured as you like to torture yourself. Anthony, what's going on? Kevin, what's going on? Drew Goddings here. Andrew Van Dyke. Michael Wells from Little Guy Cigar Shop. He's here. JT Baker. What's going on, dude? Jim Miller. Travis Acorn. Everybody's yes. in the house. Who am I missing here? Wasp. Why? Do you know this? Hey, yo. Wasp nest. I, I, I might know a couple people that maybe you know waiting in the background. That's that's wasp nest productions. Ah, huh, uh huh. Jeff Bates, what's going on? Uh, the Bakersfield gentlemen are watching from a uh, Culebra's Lounge in Bakersfield. I love it. Watching yes, from, goodness. watching from my warm living room. Says Jim. Oh, very nice. That's always watching the West Coast Kick, TB East Coast. Pound, dollar, and. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'm just going to leave it at that, and we'll, we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. We are international, dude. Jeff Bates, my brother, watching from, from his phone Germany. In Germany. That's awesome. Well, hey. Uh, we've- Guten Abend. 
Meine Freuden. I might have butchered that. Yeah, I'm I'm just sauerkraut. That's that's all I got for you. <laughs> sauerkraut, beer, <laughs> flowers. <laughs> uh, well, let's we we've got some awesome people on for this week, and there are some buddies of mine that I've talked with over the last year and a half or so and hung out with at uh, an event and some different things. So we've got Frankie Miguel, the Bakersfield gentleman in the house today. So let's bring him on. What's going on guys. How's it going everybody? How's it going? How yes. Going? That wasp nest is me actually. I wanted to tune in on YouTube as well. So I can watch over here while I'm watching us over there. So it's a great double watching experience. Um, like nobody that. knows who that is. That's, I don't even use my YouTube account very often. It's either watch people hurt themselves in funny videos or look something <laughs> up that I don't know how to do it myself. That's that's YouTube for me in a, in a sense. And then I go and get to watch cool shows like this. So I guess it serves its purpose. I guess YouTube's all right for now. Yeah. Well, we found our one we found our one viewer. Right here. <laughs> we found our one viewer. Every time we post a video and we get that one view, I get so excited and we have just found them. Yes. <laughs> so, Frankie Miguel, if you guys want to, uh, I mean, a lot of people know of you, and you know, you guys do reviews and marketing and all sorts of different things. Your live show, but sort of give people a breakdown of who are the Bakersfield gentlemen and and what do you guys do? Sure, 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 sure. Not a problem. So, um, basically, what we do on the Bakersfield gentlemen is um, we've actually transitioned recently with everything going on with COVID to. We used to do uh, reviews and uh, events and stuff like that with no events being around and not a whole lot of new cigars coming out. Uh, we, we transitioned more into to more uh, live shows. Um, started doing a live show every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. our Pacific time. Uh, of course, we do our Tuesday morning show, which is our first third show um, at 11.30 on Tuesday mornings. Uh, and then we do our podcast uh, live show on Thursdays, usually around 2 o'clock, you know, depending if we have a guest or not. We have to kind of uh, fix that time a little bit. And then, of course, Saturday nights, is our, our main show at 7 p.m. our time. Uh, last show, uh, last Saturday show every month, uh, we always do a nice giveaway. Um, so we're looking forward to doing that next week. Um, you know, and, and and really, we just we just try to bring a lot more um, cigar knowledge and in, in, um, spotlight on the industry itself. You know, uh, we do everything from you know going to TPE, going to PCA, um, going to whatever events we can go around here, whether it's Vegas, San Diego, LA. Fresno here in Bakersfield, uh, Arizona, mm -hmm. you know, wherever we can get to, um, we try to get to. Of course, we do our yearly trip to Dallas, where we have a nice little cigar thing going on. Um, but but it just again, it just spotlights cigars and the cigar world, and you know everybody that's connected to it. Uh, and then of course we have Miguel as well here. And then and then I'm also there, just kind of hanging out. I don't actually know anything about. Anything. I'm just, I'm just like, here. Like, <laughs> I'm waiting for my turn to go. Oh, that's a nice point, and then puff on my cigar. Uh, or I don't quite agree with that, and then puff on my cigar. That's that's full extent of what I do, guys. Um, but I appreciate being on. It was a it was a great point to bring me on. Now I'm gonna puff on my cigar, just like I said it was. <laughs> what are you guys puffing on over there? Um, I'm having the Crux Epicure. Now I, that light is killing me. Let's see if I can get that to help out just a little bit. There we go. There we yeah, go. Yeah, it is the light teal band. Um, really nice for being a little bit darker. It's still very smooth. Um, no, normally reaches about like a medium, maybe medium plus a little bit for those out there. Epicure Maduro, right? It is an Epicure Maduro. Yes. Excuse me. And, um, but for those out there who might not want something too heavy, but still want to try a darker leaf cigar, want to try those Maduros, 
this might be right up your alley. So just a little little food for thought. I'm doing the uh, the Bull and Bear, also from Crux. Uh, this is a fantastic cigar. I actually tried these uh, about two years ago, I want to say, when they first came out uh, with the yeah. redesigned packaging and labeling. Um, you know, they used to have a way more intense, like, graphic like, on their, on their oh, band yeah, and stuff. Old English right. Gothic style. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they wanted to kind of revamp it, do some nice clean lines, you know, really minimalist stuff on it. And I think they hit it out of the ballpark. And you guys see these things in the shops. Their boxes are all uniform. You know, they're all color coordinated at the top of their box. And they, they just look fantastic. They smoke really, really well uh, from top to bottom in the entire line. They've been really good cigars. I actually, for one, I like their old packaging better. I remember the old packaging when they first came out with the Guild. I thought that was a really cool band on the Guild. Um, the Bull and the Bear, I thought it was a little plain, but I thought it kind of you know got the point across. I actually really like the old packaging better. I don't know. We had we had Casey on here from Crocs uh -huh. not too long ago, and um, and and I saw the new packaging and I remember seeing them at IPCPR and I was like, "What the hell happened to the Crux that I know?" Like there was, I just I love that old packaging. It made me just you know you got that sword and like it was kind of that manly thing, you know. And now it seems like it's all yeah. like pamby pamby. Like I'm gonna find it in a Starbucks. Well, they got they got soft on us. That's what it was. But nonetheless, the cigars are still wonderful, and uh, I could probably I could probably enjoy a what orange mocha frappuccino, some whatever they have over at Starbucks. Like, no problem. Frappy, frappy dappy mochi choki lotty dotty, whatever it is. It's With a venti frappy. Yeah, it's a venti frappe mocha mocha bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I actually ordered that one time when I was, I was uh, at Starbucks and I actually ordered that one time. They're like, oh, what will you have, sir? And I'm like, let me get a Vente Mocha Frappe Bullshit. And the lady's like, what? What goes in that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to make that. Okay, I, I get the name of the comedian, but he does this skit about where he goes into a Starbucks just to get some coffee. And this lady tells him about some specialty drink with vanilla and whipped cream and sprinkles. And he's like, well, that's great. I just want a coffee. She's like, well, it's the last day of the sale. He's like, okay, can I get some coffee? And then she calls him a loser. And he goes off into this whole thing. And she ends up calling <laughs> it, or he calls it a certain name of a drink, uh, which I will not say because obviously I don't want us to get in trouble. But uh, I'm going to find the name of that meeting because that, that whole skit was hilarious. And yeah, that just totally reminds me of that right there. See, so, and you're and not going to you're, you're uh, get us in trouble. Dude. Nobody watches this, so don't worry about it. <laughs> we, we've got our, our tens of watchers. But yeah, I go in and I'll go to any coffee shop and I'll just be like, oh yeah, I want a, you know, a, a large black coffee or a tall or blah, blah, blah. You know, all the different fancy names they have for them. I'm like, what happened to small, medium, and large? You know, it, it was just so much easier then. You can have, you know, small, medium, large, and then just give me a keg after that. And yeah. Have you ever asked them for like a small or medium coffee over at Starbucks and then they tell you like tall oh, no, or grande? That's called a tall or a grande. <laughs> Like, no, I just, I don't care. I want the middle size. That's all I want. I, I do don't it on care purpose. Fancy. Yeah, exactly. I do it on purpose because I'm just that guy. And I'm like, I'm just like, oh, I'll have a small, I'll have a small coffee. Uh, sir, we don't have smalls here. Oh, well, you're going to have to figure it out. I want a small coffee. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. And well, and you guys, so we, hold on. You guys are in California. Are you allowed to call it a black coffee anymore? <laughs> uh, it actually is a gender neutral coffee now. Um, with no sugar. Uh, so yes, it's a very specific type of coffee. It's um um, you're not even allowed to call it coffee. You cannot assume that it's coffee. Yeah. That's I mean, true. That's gonna, you're going to assume what the drink is. 
it it <laughs> might identify as bean water. So you've you've yeah, got to be yeah, very sensitive. Really careful about that. I've actually, I've actually we called it bean water before, so that actually hurts my feelings a little bit right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 bean water. That's that, that's equally offensive in California. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I get I get such puzzled looks when I go into a coffee shop and I'm like, yeah, I just want a black coffee. And they're like, but we have this. Oh, and but did you like you, Brendan? Did you did you see the sign? And I I I don't care. And you know, and Frankie, the story that you were telling, I just like I I I know what I want. I came in because I know what I want. So give me what I want. Like it's it's not that confusing. You don't walk up to McDonald's and tell them that you want a burger. Oh, would you like a taco instead? No, I want a burger. But you can do that at Del Taco. You can do that at Del Taco. You can. That is true. Just saying. Uh, real, quick, real quick, guys, we got Kevin from Cigar Prop in here. Kevin, brother, thank you for being a part of the show, man. Thank you for being here with us. I love seeing the community come together. I just love this stuff, man. Oh, yeah. So, sorry I'm late, guys. I had to run to the grocery store for supplies. Does anybody understand toilet paper math? 12 mega rolls versus 18 super mega rolls. It should be price per square. I agree. Completely agree. <laughs> I, I've never thought about the price per square of toilet paper in my life. Uh, I don't intend to now. You just give me however much toilet paper you feel is worth, you know, five dollars, and I will accept that. Um, yeah. I don't have time to do paper math. Not not toilet paper math. I'm no, a busy I, man, right? I mean, sooner they're gonna start you know, like price per wipe. I, like, well, it depends on how many pieces, how many squares you use for a wipe. But I mean, exactly. So it'll be just here's, as confusing. Here's, Here's all there is to it. Uh, Kevin, cigar prop, dude. It just sounds like you're in a shitty situation, so you better just wipe up <laughs> and take care of it. <laughs> just flush your money down the toilet and move on. Pull up your pants and walk away. <laughs> I asked for a grande at the human being, and she asked me, what size is that? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, okay, so I don't know if you guys watch Frazier, but I, I love Frazier. It's one of my guilty pleasures. And he ends up leaving the coffee shop that he usually goes to to find a different one because of a problem he had with the performer there. And he ends up trying like five or six different shops and he gets to one and he asks for a certain size of coffee. It's like, well, we don't have that, but we have this. It's like, well, is it comparable? It's like, well, it's uh, about the same size as that other place. Is this. So they like go through like five minutes of trying to find comparable sizes. And at the end, he's like, okay, so give me your gigantic, but only fill it five eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, it's their grande which would be your mucho mucho macho so give me the, the double grande but give me a third of the cup that's awesome yeah, what is, you know and it's funny because we have the same thing in the cigar industry though like we complain about the coffee industry and this grande and vente and double frappa mocha bullshit but like realistically we have the same thing in you know like i was talking with mo from patina the other day and i was and he says oh yeah we're, uh, we're we're we've got enough of the whatever Maduro Robusto, and I go, don't you mean the rustic? And he goes, yeah. And I said, can you pick one or the other? Either call <laughs> your Robusto a rustic, and you actually call it the rustic, and yep. your warehouse calls it the rustic, or let's just name them all: Robusto, Toro, Gordo, Churchill, Figurado, whatever, Lancero. Like this is what it is. Let's all agree to what it is instead of making up all these fancy dancy freaking. Well, and then you and then you've got the little precipitation. So it's like, okay, you're gonna call that yeah. a, a, a two thirds Corona. Like, what are you gonna call that? <laughs> so he so he laughed at me and he goes, "Bro, that's when I was in my phase of like super boutique and trying to like fit in." And I'm like, "I get it. It makes sense." <laughs> Stop it. I was, gonna, I was gonna come out with a very thin Presidente and just not call it a Lancero. What? What's wrong with that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally. Totally we're, normal. We're, we're in America. We can call it what we want, right? 
I like it. I like and that. And I'm fine if you call it a different name. I have no problem if you call it a different name. Like, you know, Casa Cuevas <laughs> came out with a flaco. The reason he called it a flaco is because his son is tall and skinny, named it after his son, because that's one of his favorite vitolas, blah, 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 blah. So, hey, here you have the Casa Cuevas Maduro flaco or Habano flaco. That's why he came out with that. Cool story, bro. I like it. It's a Lonsdale. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, end of the day, yeah, there should be some like across the board. These are the names. Yes, I don't think we're gonna get them. I don't even think no. even just like at the bottom of it in parentheses, like this is what the regular person calls it. <laughs> like, just make it easier. Yeah. I would love that. I would absolutely love that, but I yeah, not gonna happen. I'm wondering if Jeffrey is is that Jeffrey writing this in German? <laughs> First FB now U two U A. U two A. Ninja mod activated. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Ron Real. We've got some royalty in the house. Ron Real TV. Oh man, I just watched his. So I, I watched yours uh, that you posted the other day, dude. When you're you were um, my uh, soapbox. When you were on your soap soapbox copying Ron Real. <laughs> um, which I, I think is, I mean, and I don't say that in a negative way. What's up, brother? Um, I don't say that in a negative way because I yeah. think Rod Real, I went, they, it forced me to go and watch his, not which isn't again, not in a negative way, not like I had to watch it. Uh, and it was really actually cool to listen to both of you guys just share your hearts, and it's cool to see that out there, man. So, congrats. And emulation is the uh, greatest form of flattery. So, there you go, yeah. So, Frankie Miguel, give us a little bit of, of uh, background on it. You guys have your hands in, in a bunch of different activities, mediums, different things that you do aside from cigars. What else do you guys stay active with? Yes, yes, that's a good thing to bring up right now. I got my interpretive dance classes I teach on the sides. Um, pretty competitive sure. knitting. Competitive knitting. Um, right. right. Um, you, still, you still have uh, underwater basket stuff. weaving, right? Oh, of course. Well, I mean, that, that's just a side passion, though. That's not really a focus right now. Yeah, I, I don't you. know if I keep up as well as I could. But no, 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 no. We, yeah, we do other things. Um, a lot of filmmaking. Uh, I just, hope, I just hope your internet cuts out right now, because then that's all people hear of you. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect. Yeah, just shut it down. Right there. Look for us. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, there's well, we do our, our filmmaking. Uh, a lot of it got kind of pushed off to the side right now with everything right. in lockdown. Um, you don't want a big crew of people together. You know, if people are feeling uncomfortable already, I'm like, you know what? This is a kind of industry where we can wait. Especially in California, there will be more films made here. It's not it's not the end of the world. And um, we're, we're waiting it out just fine. Things are still coming along, and um, it's kind of given us a chance to to focus more on the cigar stuff right now, uh, like us pushing our own brand right. out right now. Um, we launched yeah. Pariah Cigars. I was going to say, I want you guys to talk about Pariah Cigars a little bit. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, when we first started out doing this stuff, you know, we kind of joked, oh, that'd be fun if we have our own cigar line someday. Um, and, uh, you know, we actually got uh, an offer from a gentleman here in town who's uh, he's into oil. He's like, well, if you guys are serious, I'll give you the money. You guys do what you need to do. You know, go to wherever you need to go. We'll make it happen. Um and unfortunately, some stuff happened within his family where he kind of had to pull back and, and he backed out, uh, which really sucked. We already had the ball rolling on that thing. Mm. Um, so we ended up um, just saying, screw it. We'll we'll do what we have to do. We'll save. We'll, we'll economize. And we ended up um, financing it ourselves, uh, which wow. was a lot harder than it was going to be. But, Good for you guys. Uh, 
you know, we, we, we worked with someone that we really trust uh, in the industry and that's been really good to us for a long, long time, ever since we started, really. And um, we're able to make uh, a couple cigars that we absolutely love. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we launched that, you know, just under a month ago. And the support we've gotten for it has been amazing. Um, you know, we were doing pre-sales for that. And uh, uh, we sold uh, a bunch of cigars. So, And everybody that's gotten them so far has, has thought that they were really good. Uh, so that means a whole lot, you know. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy, you know. It's like something that we always thought about, and we even joked about it for a while. And then when we actually had it in our hand, it was like, holy crap, this is real. So it, it was a it was a really cool feeling. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, now, that's, can you talk? Can you talk about the blends at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a Creo ninety eight, uh, which is our noir cigar. It's our our heavier cigar, our darker cigar um, that uses a, a Nicaraguan binder and Dominican Nicaraguan fillers. Um, you know, for, for me, I like the Nicaraguan tobacco a lot. That's, that's probably my favorite tobacco. Um, but the person that we worked with said, you know, you don't really want to just stick to that because it might turn some people off. So he suggested using some Dominican in there. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go for it. And, you know, he showed us the um, why and how it would work that way. And after I tasted it, I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's fantastic. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, it came through for that particular show, for both of them, really. Um, it started with our buddy going to the DR, rolling 40 to 50 cigars, bringing us back his favorite five to 10 out of that. We smoked those 10 together from there. Like, oh, we got to tweak this one a little bit, but it's really nice. Let's go again. And it was six, seven different times of that. Mm -hmm. So we 10 cigars in one day, kind of taking notes before we finally got down to these ones. We're like, you know, these are phenomenal. This is what I really like. And I'm finally glad to stick with it. The second blend is actually an Ecuadorian Connecticut called the Rush. Um, which we chose a really bright. If you've seen our logo, it's the uh, the skull, the sugar skull, full color, full color rush after the, the uniforms like in the NFL, and then the noir is all black and white um, for the old style movies that I like a lot. You know those crime detective noir movies, and I, I got a little geeky on that. And he let me do it, so like, all right, I'm gonna go with this. I like it. Take it's it. gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, but that's a uh, the Connecticut is actually a little bit heavier. We got some um, Pennsylvania broadleaf in there, kind of kick it up a notch. As nice. much as I like Connecticut, they can be a little light, and I want you to feel like you're smoking something still. And from all the uh, reviews we've gotten back from people who have smoked them, uh, who have who have bought them, and they've already got theirs, let them up. Um, we've got that exact experience back from them. It's yeah. not light; that medium to a little bit, maybe medium full for those who might not smoke uh, too heavy of cigars. But I wanted to make sure it was something that um, was first approachable to people who are newer to cigars. Like a lot of the viewers we have are just starting off, and they're looking for. Oh, what's something I can enjoy right now without kind of messing up my palate and are trying to get away from those flavors sometimes. Something they can still handle and not be afraid of, you know, not get that sick feeling, need a bunch of sugar right after or anything like that. Right. And that, it's, it's just a really phenomenal Connecticut. I love it. I think I've smoked more of that than I have in the war right now. And I got to slow down or else we're not going to have anything to sell anymore. Um, <laughs> that's the biggest problem. I think I'm, I'm probably our biggest problem right there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Frankie's yeah. like, yeah, no, no question. Yeah, that's your fault, Miguel. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, so I, I want to ask a question about that since you've got your your two blends and the different things. Um, a lot of our viewers have heard from other manufacturers, but it, it's on the manufacturer scale of like, oh, I put together this blend and the reason behind it and all that. What's it like? from the perspective of someone who's not a manufacturer that's putting out their own blends and doing that, like what, without going into crazy detail, but what, what goes into that process? 
Um, you know, honestly, you know, the first thing you got to do for something that you want to get into, you got to make sure that you're working with someone that you have a, a similar palate to. You know, mm-hmm. if you like their cigars and they're the ones blending for you, got to make sure that they're going to blend something that you like. Um, we we had a few offers from some people, but we're like, yeah, you know, we, we appreciate it, you know, but we have someone that we want to go with. Yeah. And um, then what, what, like Miguel said, you know, he went out, out to the DR, he blended a, a bunch of cigars. Um, he whittled it down to about 10 to 15 the first time, brought them back. Uh, we sat down for an entire day and just smoked cigars. I mean, by the end of the day, my, my tongue was just done. I mean, the taste buds were burnt. Um, but, you know, we, we took notes and we took notes separately. You know, it's like, don't sit together. Don't talk about it. Write down the number. Write down your notes. Let us know what you think. Um, so we did that. Miguel and I compared notes. It was uh, I, I was surprised we had a lot of similar notes on a lot of stuff. Actually, we have quite different palettes. So I was surprised. Okay. Um, from those, you know, we told them what we liked and what we didn't like. And then he offered us suggestions how we could tweak things. Uh, he went back to the DR a few months later. Did it again, came back, we did the whole process over and over. Uh, it took about four times of doing that kind of a process uh, to get down to the final blends that we like. And uh, uh, after that, it was a matter of, you know, coming up with uh, with a logo, with a name, um, and uh, getting the word out there. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been quite an experience. And thankfully, because of the community online, at least it's been a phenomenal first run. I mean, I'm glad we're able to sell them, but now I need to make sure people actually like them as much as we like them and i'm i'm excited yeah. and nervous to get the reviews back from everybody but so far a lot of positives making me really happy to see and then um uh, as far as manufacturing goes uh, we're actually out of the el artista factory uh is where the cigars are being made and i love el artista mm-hmm. so it was an easy easy thing to kind of just fall into place for us and it felt it felt like being in, in good hands uh from start to finish for this and i mean i, I couldn't ask for more i really couldn't yeah. So what, what would you find is the most difficult thing that you guys have come across in this process? Like, so just looking at it from the beginning of the year of, of saying, Hey, I want to make a cigar. I don't want <laughs> that guy uh, uh, from the beginning of, Hey, we're, let's, let's do the cigar to where you're at right now. What would you say has been the biggest, the biggest and most difficult task you've had a challenge or challenge you've had? Ooh, uh, for myself, I think it was getting the start to go to do it. You know, we, we don't blend cigars. It wasn't our first thing to do. This wasn't leaning towards like, oh, man, we're going to we're going to go out and be A.J. Fernandez one day. No, that wasn't was never the plan. It was just a matter of we want to be a part of the cigar industry. I love this industry. I love all the people in it. It's a great community from top to bottom. And actually thinking that we could do this was was the hardest challenge for me. I did not did not see that like working in the beginning until we kind of got that confidence from some of the other uh, manufacturers, some blenders that we talked to. I'm not, you know, this is, this is a possibility. It is. It's not something to be afraid of. It's not something to, uh, to think is a, is just out there a dream or a pipe dream, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But it's actually something you have to put a lot of work into. Absolutely. But it is a, accomplishable. Mm-hmm. And um, it was those first few meetings with, uh, um, with our first investor, that kind of threw me off. So the numbers were so big in that first spot when we wanted to start. Like, oh, well, you just put an order for like 20,000 cigars. Totally fine. We'll do yeah. that. I, I, you want me to sell 20,000? I did sell cigars, but I don't know if I sell 20,000 cigars right away. What are, you, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Um, but we explained, you know, we're doing this ourselves, but we're taking those baby steps instead. And once we got yeah. to that point where we're talking about, 
you know, let's we'll we'll scale back the initial run and we'll start doing this in those you know medium steps instead of this huge right off the brand grandiose kind of release. It's um it's been more our speed because everything we do is DIY. Everything we've done from day one for whether it's the film production or the cigar stuff, it's all been work all hands on deck and it's grown from there. And that's the exact same experience I want with this. Something that it grows not just with us, you know, coming up with ideas, you know, maybe new blends uh, in the future, but with the uh, actual consumers of the cigars, giving their uh, input in where this should go as well. Now, how big of a first run did you guys do? Can I ask? Yeah, it was uh, it was just a, a thousand cigars for the first one. Uh, okay. We've got to put in our order. Um, we do have an event next month, and we need to we need to make sure we have cigars for that one as well because. The pre-orders went very quickly, so really do appreciate everyone for that. Good. It was uh, really nice to see that support, and uh, I'm just hoping to keep it going. Mm -hmm. So, what's the eventual goal with it? Uh, I want I want to be allowed to wear those really cool hats that I see a lot of the other brand owners wearing. Um, what do you call them? The the white with the little band right here. Sometimes the, the fedora hat, and I want to be able to wear that, and people not like point at me and say, "You don't deserve that hat." Take that hat off right now. Get out of here. That's that's my first goal, I think. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm What's your goal? I want to wear a cool hat. <laughs> hey, keep it simple, man. Keep it, you know, keep your eye on the prize. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I would honestly like to see us be able to come out with at least one new cigar every year. Um, obviously, they're going to be limited runs. Um, mm -hmm. But, we've, we've again, uh, since we've done this one, we actually got some offers to do uh, another small run because a thousand cigars for a lot of these companies is nothing. You know? right. so, right. Some companies like, oh, well, you know, if you want us to blend a cigar, you know, we started 10,000 for an order. We're like, well, um, okay, well, thank you for your time. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we found uh, a bunch of, uh, not a bunch, we found some companies that are willing to do, you know, these small runs for us. You know, they know who we are, they like us, um, and, and they're willing to work with us because they know we're just starting out. Mm -hmm. So if we can do that, I mean, just come out with one new cigar uh a year i would be super happy uh the next one that we're we're gonna do or we're hoping to get done um beginning of the year and uh uh we're hoping to get bands and boxes you know these first ones we had uh unbanded and they were just uh uh in butcher paper which i think actually looked really cool i like uh, yeah. i like it a lot but at least to have some bands on these things i think would be a lot of fun yeah we did everything 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 we spent was focused on the cigars themselves to get the absolute best cigars we could out there quickly and to market uh, at a time where we could ask people for their opinions. You know, everyone everyone can talk to us very easily over all social media. So we can take all the information they give us, you know, that raw data of how they enjoyed the cigars, take it to that next step, like Frankie says, for the next one, see what we're missing or what people's palates are looking for. Um, that's a big, that would be a big plus for me. Yeah. And uh, a real goal, not just, not just a hat, but for my, myself is, I don't I don't want to go like I'm not worried about like an international sales like oh my goodness we're we're selling two million sticks a year and thing. I want to take care of the consumers uh that like what we do and do it very well. That's my goal. Just like we do for the show. I'm not worried about reaching every single person out there forever, but the people who like what we do, we want to make sure you get the best experience. Um and the most just like it's like the most entertainment you get from the show. I want you to get the best experience you can with the cigar. Yeah, no, I totally get it, man. Uh, Michael Wells says that's really awesome that you found a manufacturer that was willing to work with a small run to start. It was it was uh, a blessing right there, a big blessing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because I mean, like you said earlier, I mean, I, I deal with a lot of manufacturers. I do a lot of house blend stuff and private labels and all for a lot of different shops. And you know, a lot of times it is difficult because you go to the manufacturer and understandably they go they've got to shut down production of something they're already making to make something for you. And mm -hmm. so to shut that down to make a thousand cigars, I mean that's that's nothing to them. That's just absolutely right. nothing. You know, so we're gonna change everything and change the blend, all this kinds of stuff just to make a handful of cigars. It's it's a business thing for them, and, and that's somebody that's willing to invest into your future because ultimately, at the end of the day, if you think about it, there's not a lot of profit in it for them to shut everything down and to restart for just a 1,000 cigars. And so, I mean, that's such a blessing, man, and that's, that's a tribute to you guys that somebody believes in you and sees mm -hmm. that what you guys are doing and, and is getting behind you. I think that's awesome. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I mean – they they have quotas to reach. They have larger fish to fry out there, and that time not just not just the cigars themselves and the money put into it, but the time they invest into us just as much as we invest into this is a huge huge feeling of just of an accomplishment right then and there. I mean, it takes so many people to get a hold of these great products that we all enjoy. The fact that we were able to be a part of that in in our own way right there it's it's a phenomenal feeling. It really is. Now, are you guys looking to get into the point where you've got your own booth at PCA or in TPE and get into that level? I I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't want to see. I, we're selling ourselves. You know, it's all yeah. direct from us. Yep. And I kind of like that, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a lot of fun at TPE and PCA and all that stuff, but I would rather keep it small. You know, I'm not looking to, to, to blow this thing up and be huge. If we can just make cigars that people that watch the show like and will continually buy so we can keep it going, I'd be super happy. Yeah. Um, and I would like to continue to have fun at those events you're talking about because as soon as I know I have to make quotas, like all of a sudden we spend $40,000 to get a booth set up. Yeah. Uh, there's no longer any fun there. I'm going to be working nonstop. And I, I, we work at the event as well. We get the interviews done. We meet with all the people that we get to see you know, in one spot once a year like that, which I love. And it is technically work, but it's it's a phenomenal amount of fun for work. And uh, I, I would rather stay on the side where we get to be going to everyone else's booth, seeing what they need, what, what's new to promote. Because no matter what, we're not going to change the show up. Yeah. I mean, as much as I love my cigars, I'm never going to not smoke somebody else's cigars. I'm, I'm a cigar nerd no matter what. I love these uh, I love these cruxes right here. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many other cigars that I've got in the humidor right below this table. It's, yeah, there's not going to be any time where I want to stop helping other companies push their products as well. But just sure. to know that we are a part of that. Well, and I think that's interesting because, you know, I do see some guys, some manufacturers, they have a podcast. And I, I mean, and, and they don't focus just on their brands alone. I mean, we, we've had other guys on here that I don't represent as a brokerage. And that, you know, you know I've had guys on here that we've turned down. Or that um, you know, I'm, talk, I'm talking to a guy right now that I used to represent. You know, it's but it's all it's all a part of the community. It doesn't mean just because I don't represent you or or you know used to or whatever. It, it doesn't mean that I don't like you. It doesn't mean that you're not making cigars. It doesn't mean that people don't want to hear from you and have an opportunity to put questions up. Which, by the way, guys, uh, shut up about the damn hats and ask some questions of these gentlemen. Jeez, man, I'm getting beat up over here about the hats over I here. I know, man. right? Stuff, Relentless. Man. I apologize Listen, for that. No, 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 that's it's fine. They all they all want these hats, the cigar mechanic hats. And uh Brandon Chapin, I'll tell you what, your hat's in the mail. <laughs> It'll be there in six to twelve years. 
<laughs> uh, I'm the worst at touching on your point about getting to work with um, different manufacturers and people like that. I think for us, one of the the big advantages for us that we've been able to do over the years is being partnered with cigars and more. Um, you know, they they've been a huge help. You know, they're the ones um, that pay for us to go to PCA and to TPE uh, and do that stuff. You know, that they you know go out there, do your show stuff, but taste some cigars. Let us know what you guys like. Um, you know. And whether you know we're out there finding cigars for uh, cigars more Bakersfield, cigars more two, cigars more El Segundo, Valencia, LA, you know, whichever the five shops that we think that cigar is going to do well, and we'll let the boss know. We're like, hey, you know what? I think this will do really well there with that clientele. Why don't you try it there? Uh, and, and then having all of the the um, the contacts through them and who they order from uh, and stuff like that. It's it's been a huge help. Like you know. I remember way back when, when we first uh, uh, had Rocky Patel, you know, this is when we first started the show, and uh, I had his number in my phone. I was looking at my phone like, holy crap, I have Rocky Patel's cell phone number in my phone. That's crazy. Uh, and I was just telling him the other day, I was like, geez, you know, all these phone numbers, is crazy. I never would have uh, thought that I would have had all these people in my phone that I do now. Uh, so I'm just, you know, I'm waiting for the day where I actually get like super drunk and start calling these people, uh, which would be hilarious. <laughs> Well, it's kind of funny because, you know, like I, I was doing the same thing the other day. I was talking with a friend of mine and I'm, I'm looking back and remembering kind of when I started my journey with cigars 20 years ago <clears throat> and Rocky Patel walks into a shop and, you know, these guys kind of get this like little rock star status to you, right? Like, oh, that's your product on the shelf and that's Rocky Patel, dude. Oh my God, it's so great to meet you. And you kind of get that, that giddiness that you get when you see somebody that, you know, is on stage or a rock star or movie star or something like that, right? And so it's in our mm -hmm. little environment that we that we put these people on a pedestal uh, because it's just that name that you see in that picture and you finally get to meet this person that you've heard. And now I look at today and it's the same thing. I was scrolling through my phone the other day and I'm going like, holy crap, dude, anybody in the industry would love to have this phone. Not, I mean, anybody out of the industry, like cigar smokers would just love to have this, this contact list. And now because of the show, it's growing beyond that into, you know, actors and uh uh you know uh sports sports ball people and uh <laughs> all that kind of stuff so so i'm sort of like, like i'm looking through my phone now and i'm like oh that's a radio personality oh that's uh you know that's an actor that's a you know basketball player that's a baseball player football player you know it's like you start going through that and you're just going like wow that's kind of cool i remember back in the day when i was excited about this stuff and now it's like yo what's up rocky how you doing bro like you know it's like it kind of like almost like I, I almost miss that excitement sometimes. Yeah, and the, and the great thing is too that a lot of those guys, Rocky Patel, Carlito, they're all very accessible people. <laughs> I've got. But but yeah, but a lot of those guys who who run these amazing companies, they're very friendly, open people. You know, there's not a lot of industries no. where. Where you can talk direct to the owners in a one-on-one -on -one situation, and while you're enjoying their product with them, I mean, you're not yeah. gonna call, you're not gonna call up Starbucks and hear about from the CEO what's going on over there. It's not gonna, not gonna work that way. Even if yeah. you call it a grande, they're still not gonna talk to you. Um, <laughs> if you did, you would say, "Dude, get rid of these sizes." <laughs> yeah, I think that's the first, the first order of business right there. Yeah, and number two is quit burning your coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he doesn't give his number out. <laughs> That's probably a smart thing to do. Too many complaints on that phone. 
So let me ask you guys something. Away from your own blends, obviously, because you have your own stuff that you're doing now. Away from that, each of you, what is your go-to favorite cigar that you're currently smoking? Uh, I want to go first. All right, I'll take it over. Um, I've really much enjoyed our buddies over at Viva La Vida, our outer son of tobacco. I cannot wait for the next project to come out. What's the name on that again? El Pulpo. I keep messing that up. And that's just El Pulpo? Pulpo. Pulpo. Octopus in Spanish. Yeah. And, I, keep uh, hearing, I keep hearing El Fupa. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's going to work with the band too well. Yeah. Make some good box art. Some very awkward box art. Right do, you wanna, do you really want to put that in your mouth? El Fupa. <laughs> yes, you do. You're going to love this cigar. <laughs> no, but the Viva La Vida is just friggin' phenomenal. And that's oh, been, yeah. Oh my goodness! Thanks to uh, these guys right here, Luxury Cigar Club, for getting the word out there. Uh, first time I had one because of them. This guy, I think you smoked the first one. Mm-hmm. We got one box. Like this is amazing. And then I had one not too long after that, and just smoked with all the friggin' time. They're just absolutely wonderful. They are good yeah. cigars. Very good. Billy and Gus are great guys too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, for me, I I don't really think I have a go-to cigar. I mean, people know that I, I smoke a whole lot of different stuff. No, I'm full of shit. Sorry. Now, Oliva Serie Millennial. It has been my favorite cigar for years. Uh, it continues to be my favorite cigar. Um, you know, I I measure all other cigars by that. I just think it's absolutely fantastic. And, um, yeah, I mean, I probably smoke that more than anything else. Interesting. Nice. Now, now what? there's obviously the Milano and the regular Serie V. What sets the Milano apart for you compared to the regular Serie B? That's a good one. <sighs> yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, I like the strength better that I get from the Milano. Uh, I okay. think it's uh, I think it's a more pronounced flavor. I don't know if that makes sense. But, you know, yeah. I, I do enjoy the food from time to time because it comes in a Lancero, which I absolutely love. Um, but I just love uh, the Milano, just the way for me that it performs, the way it tastes. Uh, I just have always preferred it. You know, I've smoked them together, and for whatever reason, the the Milano, the the notes that I get off of it, they're just bolder, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And that's that's really what I love. Very cool. Nice man. Yeah, one of my good friends out here, <clears throat> Nick, is the rep for them. So every, every time, every, every once in a while, when I bump into him, I'll make sure I grab one from him because uh, I'm a cheap bastard, and uh, so I don't always like to. <laughs> And it's hard for me to go into a cigar lounge and buy something that's not mine uh, because obviously I want to see the cigars I represent move. <laughs> I don't want to help somebody else. I mean, I do, but you know, I'd rather see my stuff. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> just, just mute, Brandon. Just just mute yourself. <laughs> I, I, that, that's a good point, too, though. There's a lot of really great reps out there. Our rep for an Oliva out here is, is Manny. And, um, if, if, yeah, it wasn't for Manny in, in the beginning, too, like helping us out, introducing us to people. Uh, and our buddy James over at Sinistro and a lot of those guys, like, hey, you got to meet this person, you got to meet that person. But, um, a little, a little full disclosure, I don't speak Spanish, like, at all. And, um, you speak better than I do, at least. Like, I've got no, yeah, I need hooked on phonics in Spanish somehow, somewhere, somewhere along the line. But the first thing they will do when they introduce me to someone new, any part of the industry, because everyone speaks Spanish, like, Oh, this is this is Miguel. His last name is Rodriguez, but he doesn't speak Spanish. Start conversation, please. Like, <laughs> we could like lean. We could like worked into that. We could like put that off to the back end. But, oh, it's always that first little little information. 
<sighs> so yeah, Evan, says, Evan says that he would smoke the El Fupa. He says you got to try everything once. I like more your head 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 head. I, I, I <laughs> Uh, these guys are too much. Man. These, these guys have got me all sidetracked today. <laughs> Freaking Chapin with the stupid hats and all that crap. There you go. Well, hey, you guys have partnered. You mentioned Luxury Cigar Club. Uh, we had Chris on back about a month, month and a half ago. Great, great guy. Um, and you guys yeah. have done some some partnerships and some different things with them, you know, in the past. And I believe they're a uh, are they a sponsor of of some of your live shows or is it just a partnership? You know, how's that relationship? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a partnership. You know, they, they help promote us and we help promote them kind of a thing. So um, it's worked out really well. You know, actually, I spoke to Chris um, January of 2019, right before they came out with Luxury Car Club. I mm-hmm. saw uh, a post on their new Instagram page for it. And it was when we wanted to start doing uh, a subscription review. So, uh, you know, I gave them a message on Instagram and within 10 minutes, I got a phone call uh, and uh, we talked for like, 45 minutes to an hour, you know, about why they're doing it, what they're doing, what sets them apart. And Mm -hmm. from that first time, you know, um, speaking to him, we just clicked, you know, and uh, Chris was phenomenal. Then he introduced us to to Ben and David when we met up at at IPCPR that year. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they've been just, they've been great to us, uh, helping us out with our shows, um, you know, giveaway stuff and they, they actually introduced to quite a few people as well. You know, when they, they first started doing Nova uh, in their boxes, Ooh, yeah. they took us over at Nova and introduced us to everybody over at Nova um, and uh, Rockefeller as well. And a few different other people uh, they introduced us to. So um, they, they've, they've always been phenomenal to us. So, you know, we try to help them out as much as we can. Yeah. I have a, I actually got an embarrassing story for them and for Rocky from earlier, but I wanted to like to answer our, our, our usual real quick. Uh, I would obviously pick, uh, I, I know that I remember Pokemon, right? I remember these. Uh, Charmander would be the poke would be the cigar. It'd be called the Charmander, and it would come nice. in three sizes: Charmander, the Charmeleon, and the Charizard. So, boom. Yeah, I know. Nice. I know my Pokemon still. Hell yeah, you got to catch them all, bro. Got to catch them all. Now, there's only 150, not just like 3,000 they have now. I think one's made out of like an ice cream cone or something. They are ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, little brothers love it. I don't understand it anymore. It's over my head. My 10-year-old understands need- it, and I'm like, uh, no thanks. I just I can't follow it. You don't need to understand it. All you know is that you're throwing your balls at, par- at cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at animals, of all things. They're animals. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's Michael Wells. Good Lord, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 yeah, Frankie was talking to, to Chris before I, I ever got a chance to talk to them, and they'd be on the phone like, like schoolgirls giggling in the background while I'm trying to get work done. And I finally get a chance to meet all of them over at IPCPR. We're at this bar after one of the shows, uh, after the show is done for the day. And um, when I get smoke in my eyes, like, I can't see anything. They get watery real fast. Yep. And with these glasses, I thought it'd be fine. But no, right in there. And I'm sitting at the table taking these off, trying to rub my eyes. Like, are you crying? Like, no, I'm not crying. He was crying. I was not crying. I'm just and, having uh, such a good time. Oh, <laughs> Well, Rocky and Nish come from the corner, like entering the bar, and everyone kind of turns to, to say hello and talk to him. And I got to go to the bathroom, so I have to like straight beeline it past them, hopefully, and they don't see me crying basically in front of them. Like, I don't, I, I like you guys, I don't like you this much, I swear. It was really he nice was to meet so you. So happy you got to see Rocky and Nish and started crying. Dude, you should you totally should have played it up, dude. You should have gone up to him with tears in your eyes, asked for an autograph, 
just kissed his ass like you wouldn't believe and just wanted to hear what was what was that movie uh uh saving silverman or something whatever it was He's like oh neil i want to party with you i want to party with you neil oh i could have totally wanted that totally done that oh that would have been awesome he would never forget you no i yeah that's a good point i should have i probably should have leaned in instead of just being that weird guy who looked like he was crying at the bar that night. Yeah, that's great, yeah. You should have just asked for his hand and looked for a ring. Where's Where's the ring? Where do I kiss it? I just I, well, it's yeah. like royalty. <laughs> or had a ring and tried to put it on his finger. Get down on the oh, knee. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Vegas. I mean, if you're gonna do that anywhere, that's the place to do it. Yeah, do it right, man. That's awesome. Um, Brandon, Brandon Chapin wants to know, and he's trying to run our show now, like a producer. I know, uh, right? where, where do we follow the Bakerfields gentlemen? Well, you can follow us on Facebook and YouTube at the Bakerfield gentlemen. Uh, really, really simple. Uh, unfortunately, Instagram had to be changed because uh, I guess someone started one before we did uh, and stole our pictures. So oh, that was fun, and we still haven't been able to get that account full. Uh, but uh, I'll actually, I'll type it in because it's uh, it's a little confusing. But I'll, I'll type it in yeah, real quick. I wrote to the comments real quick, and then um, but, there's, but there's meaning behind it. What's that? I'm sorry. There's meaning behind what you use as your username now, though, because it, it makes it specific to Bakersfield. Correct. Yeah. So BakoGent661 is what you uh, would find us on Instagram. So Bako obviously is short for Bakersfield, Gent for gentlemen, and 661 is our area code. Um, so you guys can find us on there. You can also find us uh, at Pariah Cigars on Facebook and Pariah underscore cigars on Instagram now. Um, so we're trying to build both those pages as well. Uh, but either way, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you guys can find us on either one of those. Yeah, I'm sure his number is on, on the pages. Anytime they ask for a number to plug in, I put his. So call him whenever you want. Anytime. Day Cigar information, lottery numbers, yep. um, horoscope readings, whatever you want. Relationship advice. Don't say that. No, don't that. Now, make sure, especially this time of year, make sure you sign him up for all the political marketing text messages because yeah. th they will just never end. <laughs> I used to play a game where I'd go places and sign sign him up with his email uh, address and phone number for uh, trade schools, like a lot from Kaplan College, SBBC, wherever I could find where they would not stop bugging him for as long as they could, I would sign him up for those. So I got to bring that game back, I think. I think it's a lot of fun to play. It's you not guys, a fun game. You guys should do it with your friends as well. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So Jeff, yeah, I, just, I just take I just take Tim's number and I write it on all the bathroom stall the walls that mm -hmm. I can. I get a lot of calls at two o'clock in the morning. I don't know why, but but I do. It's just you're popular, but, man. There you go. Well, it's Jeff popular. Bates jumps in here and says, "I think I think it's awesome starting up uh, with your own smokes. Not easy at all. Uh, I am watching someone in Germany start up their own cigars. I get phone calls all the time telling me what they are going through. So even across." The other side of the world, you've got somebody who can relate and understand with what you guys are going through. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I would love to, to. Yeah, let us know about the name of the cigars if we can order some from uh, from across that you know that little ocean right there. There's a little distance between us and Germany. I think it's a couple couple hours. I think. Yeah, but, just, um, just a few miles. I would, I would love to try them. I like to try new companies, like try new cigars here. Why they're why they're doing it? What got them into it? Um, we just did an event on Friday uh, with um, uh, Roberto Martinez Cigars. And uh, he's been doing it about a year now, a little over mm -hmm. a year. He's out of Philadelphia. Came all the way to California because he's like, let's get out of here. Let's go do this. And he was, he was yeah. down for it. And it was a great time. He's a really nice guy. He makes a really good Sumatra and Maduro. I, I love them both. Yeah. Yeah. 
And real quick, just so you guys know, we're in the presence of royalty, so be careful. Bob Finley. Bob is in the house, ladies and gentlemen, presence of royalty. So watch your P's and Q's, especially you, Evan. Yeah, uh, right. Well, yeah, you're in the, but, you're in the but presence let's, of Bob. Let's break it down. And you mentioned it when uh, Kevin Shahan Cigar Prop you know, was commenting earlier and Ron Real has jumped in and Bob the Cigar Guy and different people are all jumping in. That is the thing that we love the most about what we are a part of with Down to the Nub is it is a, a full community support. It's not like, oh, their show versus ours and that, and that. It's not that at all. I mean, if it was that way, frankly, we wouldn't have you guys on because you do your own live shows and you're doing all that. But we'd rather come together and, and be one big community that just supports each other. It's just way better that way. Yeah, absolutely. Anything we could do to to really stick it to cigar prop, though. Anything to get it to Kevin, like that guy. You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love Kevin. Um, and there's, yeah, there's so many good people doing similar things. Like I think we got to stick together, and you know, it's that all tide yeah. or what do you call it? The tide rises all ships kind of situation. And people love, but people like more content. I like to be a part of that. Yep, yeah. Brandon, you used that line last week, and Bob was like, "Hey, wait, what? What was that line?" Some see it is a line that it's a phrase that's out there, Bob. You heard it again, and it wasn't from Brandon. It wasn't just for me. I mean, I'd like to claim it. I'd like to say it was all mine, and um, well, screw it. I made that up. That's all mine. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. I think we we're on the phone yeah. at two a.m. You know, drunk yeah. calling. Yeah, yeah. I had called that number on the bathroom stall at the truck stop at mile marker one on my way to California, and uh, you answered. Yep, but, you know, I just you know, you never networking whatever you can. You know, there's a cigar smoker in this sooner or later. And I found one. Well, look at that. And your advertisement did not lie because I did have a good time. It was, yeah. I'm pretty good for conversation out there. So if you guys <laughs> need to, just go to any, uh, it's got to be seedy. It can't be a nice bathroom. And my number will be there. Don't worry. No. If yeah. it's clean, yeah. it won't be there. Nope. Yeah, they, it was clean. Don't worry. Yeah, the only thing on the walls was your phone number. And it was like, I don't know, each number was like this big. It was just, it was, you had to. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do, though. So, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> i love it man i just love this community dude because like you can just have fun right i mean nobody's feelings need to be hurt on anything around here no. i love it we could we could pick on kevin you know just because he can't smoke cigars right now i mean that dude doesn't you know we can we can pick on bob we can pick on anybody they can pick on us we all have fun because that's just what that's just what we do right i, I just wanted to uh, real quick i saw anthony just uh, made a comment about it being the biggest small uh, circle society, which I think is a, a great way to put it. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I got to give a big thank you to both Gannis brothers. Uh, you know, they've been yeah. following us for quite a while now. And um, not only that, they're all the way in, in uh, by Atlanta, Georgia. And they came out last year to Bakersfield to be a part of our Stogie Fest. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was just phenomenal to see them uh, take the time out of, out of their lives to come all this way just to, uh, to come to our event. So uh, big thank you to both Anthony and Peter for that. Absolutely. Huge thank you. Yes. So that's awesome. Man. Oh, we got to see another cigar reviewer in the house. Ashhead TV Carson's jumping in here. He's a reviewer, does great stuff as well. But uh, Frankie, you 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 touched on it. So, what is Stogie Fest? What do you guys put on? What what does that look like? Sure, sure, yeah. So we do Stogie Fest um, once a year, usually uh, around November. And uh, what it is, it, it's it's our one big event of the year. We do four cigars and more. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll get about five to six different. Uh, reps out here you know we'll have dinner we'll have drinks uh, it's just a fun night of you know cigars and food and friends and stuff and you know people they buy their ticket they'll get some cigars they'll get food 
Um, we'll have Cigars for Warriors uh, booth out there. Uh, Calibra is a club that we're a part of. Uh, they have a, a table out there to get new members. And, um, you know, people can get uh, good deals on whoever's out there selling cigars. And it's just a lot of fun. You know, this year's event's going to be on uh, November 20th. And it'll be at Casa Tequila, which is right right next door uh, to Cigars and more than a beautiful patio uh, laid out in the back. So I want to take full advantage of that. And it's it's just it's a lot of fun. It really, really is. You know, um, there's not a whole lot of cigar smokers uh, in, in Bakersfield, but we all come together for this event. And we get people from um, all over Fresno, L.A., Arizona, Nevada um, to come and sometimes from Georgia, uh, which is really cool. So uh, it's a lot of fun to do. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the first time we're going to actually be selling cigars for ourselves out there. I'm a little nervous. Um, you know, I've never done anything like that before in person, so I don't want to mess up. Got to earn that hat, you know, we we're talking about earlier. Um, there you go. To do it. Um, but at the same time, I also emcee that event for, for our donor, Mike. He doesn't want to get on the microphone. Mike doesn't like the mic, right? Um, and that guy's like, all right, make another announcement. Do this. Do that. And I want to help out any way I can. But at the same time, there's a lot of gentlemen there that like to um, – well, they like to drink a lot mm-hmm. and they offer you drinks. And like, I don't want to be rude. Obviously I'm going to have another, you know, another bourbon, another tequila, another bourbon, another uh, vodka, whatever. And um, the words tend to get a little slurred towards the end of the event when I'm on the mic. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to avoid that this time. That does not happen. Yeah, no, no, it's going to be avoided. I, I love it. I just, I just picture you that by the end of the event, you're speaking fluent Spanish. Absolutely. <laughs> or I think I'm speaking fluent Spanish. Right. I just offended half the time. Yeah, yeah, so why not? Either way, it's an A like, for effort. I like the comment yeah. earlier, like, you, you can't live in Bakersfield and not speak Spanish. Like, how's that possible? <laughs> it's a lot of hand gestures, like pointing at stuff, like, this, please? You want to go there? Yeah. <laughs> now, where are you guys coming to us from? Because I know that you, you've got a membership at different lounge and do some different things when you do your lives, but where are you guys at right now? This is this is Calabra's lounge that Frankie was speaking. I'm going to go into it. I'll let you get the spiel. Yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, a bunch of guys about 10, 12 years ago decided they, you know, they wanted their own spot to be able to uh, come together, smoke cigars, uh, and that kind of stuff. So they started a lounge called Calabra's Lounge, and since then, it's actually moved to this location here. And uh, you know, it's a, it's a membership lounge. You know, we don't sell cigars here, uh, but every member gets their own locker. Um, we have a liquor cabinet. We have fridge stock. We have the microwave, the snack cabinet. Um, we've got the pool table, which is what we're on right now. Dartboard, <laughs> TVs everywhere. We just uh, spent some money, got some new flooring in this place, yeah. some new recliners, and uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, you, once you become a member, uh, you get a door coach. You have 24-hour access to this place, especially nice. in the summertime. It's you know 100 plus here. Uh, you come here, you use the Wi-Fi, get some work done, turn that AC. Uh, um, on and it's fantastic, you know. Uh, for those of, uh, people that are members, Tuesday nights you don't have to be a member, but you can still come. They do like the cigars and, and Bible study uh, yeah. for people that want to do that. Uh, Friday nights we do a movie night around seven o'clock. Um, we'll nice. come and they'll on a new movie of the week. Uh, once a month, uh, a couple different members will throw a, a, a taster. Uh, ours is actually on the 21st, the day after Stogie Fest, and we usually do ours in November. And you know, they'll pick out you know two to three cigars. Uh, bring some drinks, some food, and just kind of have a good time, you know. And even if you're just a member, uh, pay your dues and just come to the event once a month, well worth, well it. worth it, 100%. And I would like to point out, though, if you guys are – because wherever you're at, no matter what, guys, like I know someone's watching in Germany. It's awesome. 
if you guys are in town and you want to come check it out, you absolutely can. Yep. It's open to just come check out for non-members. Not a problem. Come have a cigar with us. We'll have a good time. Um, randomly, like when, when the games are going on, like World Series right now, there'll be guys here usually watching the game, yelling at the TVs, which is always good to see. Um, I mean, they had a they had a group of here uh, hooting and hollering at the debates the other day. Yeah. And I was just trying to get some work. Like, I'm ignoring anything political. <laughs> focusing on that and some cigars and uh no but everyone here is 100 percent good guys um you can leave your box of cubans out on the counter you're gonna be fine there it's it's just a spot that you can come hang out relax and know that you're gonna have a comfortable environment to smoke a cigar i know not everyone can have a cigar at home i know it's, you know if you're at an apartment that doesn't allow it or maybe in the summer when it's super hot and you know your, your significant other doesn't want you smoking the house you can't smoke outside yeah, uh, it's nice to have this place come here 24 hours a day and it's yeah it's really it's a really nice thing to have. yeah there, there's been several times you know our, our family actually owns a cleaning company and we run it and um you know sometimes we'll get off of work at you know two three in the morning not tired it's like well what do you want to do and uh so we'll go and we'll come here and you know open up the gate come on in and uh you know just have a couple cigars watch a movie put some music on it's great yeah, 18-hour flights. Come visit Bakersfield, California. That's the first thing I tell everyone to do. Like, you want the if you're if you're from Europe you know, in general, like you want the full American experience. Don't go to LA. Don't go to New York. No, that's that's not going to give you the American. Yeah. You come to no, Bakersfield. We'll take you to Bakersfield and we'll show you what America is all about. Oh my time gosh. out! Time out! Time out! Time out! Jeff, Jeff Bates, bro. If you want the American experience, don't go to California. Don't go there. No, <laughs> no, don't come to California. Thumbs down on that. Come over here to Arizona, man. We'll go blow stuff up. We'll take the jeeps out, man. We'll blow some diesel, some coal in the air with our diesel. We'll just have some fun, bro. <laughs> I love this. I think uh, Evan's talking about are they real or fake Cubans out there? Um, there's a box of fake Cubans. One of the members bought us a joke out here. Um, but there's a lot of guys who love their Cuban cigars too, and they will literally like they're they're guys here, they're very they're friendly people, and they will literally share with you, like, oh, you gotta try this cigar. So you're you're constantly getting cigars here as well. Just we'll share yeah. um if we have something we want to make sure everyone else tries. That's what the tasters are for too. You bring something that it doesn't have to be brand new or amazingly expensive or some amazing cigar, but something you really enjoy and you want to share with the other guys, that's what you bring. And it's always a really cool experience to see that because I get to see what my other buddies here like to smoke and try something new quite often. Mm -hmm. Now you guys said that the world series is going on. Do you guys fill up a lot? Cause I didn't think that many people watch golf. <laughs> well, uh, I, I love golf. I don't know how to play, but many putt plays like I'll, well, I'll, I'll like, throw down. With the kids. Dude, I get asked that all the time when I'm sitting down with clients and stuff like that, they go, oh, do you play golf? And I'm like, you know, I tried once and I just couldn't get past the windmill. So I gave up. Yeah, <laughs> we we went we go to Vegas quite often. No, unfortunately, not this year with everything closed. But uh, you know, it's only a four-hour drive for us, so we go there a lot. And um, went for my buddy's uh, bachelor party one year, and he's like, "Oh, let's go to Top Golf," because you know he doesn't like the traditional you know, little strip club stuff. He's not into that stuff. So we wanted to go to Top Golf, which was awesome. We ended up meeting uh, Cody Garbrandt and when he was paddle holder, and uh, Uriah Faber, who was my all-time favorite MMA fighter. I think he's awesome. And uh, we ended up meeting them there. Like, nobody recognized who they were. But as soon as we got there, I was like, dude, that's Uriah Faber. Uh, so we shook his hand. We took some pictures. And then once we did that, everybody kind of swarmed. We're like, oh, sorry, guys. Have fun. We're going to go do some golf. So, you know, I'm not a golfer either. And, uh, yeah. you know, I tried 
I tried my harder, but I ended up throwing it further than I could hit it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like the guy that like I try to do the happy Gilmore, you know, run at it and swing and try to hit the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I I have fun playing golf. I am not very good at all, but I at least can hit the ball and have fun. And the best part about my golf game is I don't count my, you know, the number of strokes of hitting the ball. I count how many cigars I get to enjoy. Uh, that's that's the key right there. Yeah, don't don't worry about the other part. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I try to take a, a cigar with me when we do like pickup games of basketball, and people don't like that for some reason. It's really weird, yeah. you know. Smoke uh, in the face. What's wrong with that? Yeah, it's, yeah but- so it, it's different when you get to play a sport that allows you to, to smoke a cigar. Um, definitely not good for water polo. I mean, it's just is what it is. But you know, golf. It, it, golf, golf, and cigar, golf's really not a sport, anyways. Let's be honest; it's more of a hobby. Um, anytime, you know, in my opinion, anytime, like somebody's gotta be like, shh, he's gotta hit the ball, and you gotta be that. It's not a freaking sport, dude. Like, they don't go, shh, they're gonna shoot a free throw. Like, no, dude, that's <laughs> not how it goes. That's a sport. Used to be a sport. I mean, football used to be a sport. Like all those things that you know used to be sports, so that people still call sports. Go- golf is just not one of those. It's not a sport. I'm sorry. There you go. No, I Although- can agree with that. Although yeah. a lot of the football games, they they are quiet, but that's just because the stadiums are empty right now. Yeah, you can hear the cardboard flapping in the wind of the, <laughs> the people in the stadium. I know, right? <laughs> oh, dude, this stuff is. Yeah, it's killer. I think I saw a game where they didn't even put up that net behind the goalpost when they were kicking a, a free point. Like they don't <laughs> even care anymore. They just let it go over there. We have more wrong. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> don't care. We'll get it later. Yeah, we'll get it later. <laughs> we don't need that one. We've got more. <laughs> there's nobody. There's nobody picking up all the empty beer cups and anything anymore. So they got to give them something to do. Go find the football. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> still, still got job security if you find that football. There you go. Yeah, right. Well, hey, so what? You guys have a lot of stuff going on. I know Brandon Chapin's going to comment again. Tim, bringing it back, you know, on the rails. What do you guys have coming up in the future? You've talked about, you know, your Stogie Fest and a lot of different things. But in terms of your uh, videos, your first, third, second, third, and final third, obviously that that was sort of birthed at. Well, Good Morning, uh, uh, what was it called? Not Good Morning America, uh, but yeah, I started but, Good Morning America. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> Yeah, hey, you started you're that. You're bringing it back on the rails, Tim. You're doing a great job. I know. I'm doing a terrible job. <laughs> it's, it, I, 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 I'm, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, um, but what do you guys have coming up? Because obviously, some of what you were doing or what you are doing was birthed out of COVID and all of that. Any, anything new in the works? Anything new coming up, or is it focusing on the cigars and what you guys are already doing? Yeah, trying to, trying to really, really push on that right now. We'll have the downtime because work got shut down quite a bit with every business being closed. Like you said, we run the, the family's uh, cleaning company. A lot of our major accounts closed during all this. So um, I was finding myself when this started not having a schedule anymore. And it was really driving me crazy. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to force myself 7 a.m. Monday through Friday. Or at, at that time, no, it was seven days a week. Um, yeah. 30 minutes in the morning to be live. It's going to be called Great American Morning. Damn, um, see, Morning. Bro. Mornings good, great. They're, they're, it's like right there. Joan London was there for Great American Mornings. I'm just hoping. I'm just glad you didn't say the Great American Challenge. I mean that that would have been something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but, but yeah, yeah, it's it, uh, it started just to give people extra content while they're bored. You know, people got they could go to work. I mean, people literally had their lives stopped cold turkey, and it's, it's not fair to everybody. You know, I want people to be safe, but I also want them to be able to continue doing what they love to do. So I thought, you know, I'll throw a little extra content out there. I'll try to wake him up. Doesn't always work, but you know, still, still once in a while. Um, and then it kind of grew into like, you know, we'll keep it going indefinitely. We'll just keep it going. So it kind of got narrowed down to 8 a.m. instead of 7 because I was already tired at 7 a.m. There's no way. And I just <laughs> do Monday, Friday. Because now I think, except for today, we have a show every day of the week. Yep. So I'm, I didn't think about that beforehand, but I'm glad it's that way now. I am 100% <laughs> glad. Nice, man. Very cool. Now it sounds like you just—it just sounds like you're—you're you're just trying to have fun, man, and you're trying to bring good things to you know the community. Then that's what I love—is it's you know when even when you're when you're talking about your cigars earlier, it's not that you're just trying to bring something out to sell to to think that you're going to get rich because we all know that if you want to make a million dollars in the cigar industry, you need to start off with two million. Um, and you know, I, I love that you're just out there to have a good time. You're out there to share that good time and just share who you are, man. Yeah, that was that was pretty much goal one is to create something that people will enjoy, uh, that will inform when we can and entertain always, and just take it from there. I mean, at the very yeah. worst, we need to talk to people we like. At the very best, yeah, we can make a full time career out of it, and that's I am trying to. That's one hundred percent the goal. Um, okay. We don't really do sponsorships from cigar companies themselves because we want to be completely biased or unbiased. Excuse me, biased. Biased. Want to be unbiased about all cigars out there. <laughs> Um, having said we'll that, biased against all of them. We're gonna get bought out by acid. Only smoke acid, everybody else. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> we want uh, we want to have something that is for the viewers, 100. percent See you, Jeff. Take care, Jeff. Have a good one. Right, yeah, have a good one. Thank you for joining. There, there cool. goes your there goes your German connection. There we go. Yeah. You guys crashed his internet. Well done. Good job. Yeah. I've, I've been told that before. Hey, usually better, because I'm not going to plug it all. And, and, <laughs> and better you than Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, Who's my that? gosh. I don't know. I have no clue. Oh, Michael man, Wells, uh, true that. Do it because you love it. Getting rich shouldn't be the goal. There you go. 100%. But if anyone wants to send us a few million dollars, I'm not going to argue with you. Totally no, of course not. But yeah. before you do that, you might want to move to a different state because if you get a few million dollars there in your state, um, you're you not going to get the ten bucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Evan yeah. says that Gurkhas are the best cigars on the market. Would you guys agree? Uh, uh, is, it, uh, <laughs> is it the Gurkha market? That was enough of an answer. That's the the initial. Ooh, uh, that, perfect answer. I I enjoyed the Royal Challenge. And I like the California exclusive. That was pretty nice. Um, <laughs> end of list. And end of my list. But right now. Frankie's, Frankie's just like, I'm, I'm not even going to answer this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I took all this. It's, it's all right. You know, if, if, it, if it's a market where Dirk is the only competitor, then yeah, sure, why not? That's um, but, uh, you know, to each their own. If that's what they like, that's what they like. Jason Martin. <laughs> oh. Evan, is our, Evan is our resident smartass. Yeah, he's just stirring up, stirring up some fun. I smoked the Gurkha OVB last week. That was really good. 
Yeah, but you know, Kevin, I watched your show. I watched your show recently, dude. When you were on there live, because all your show's been is you eating lately, and uh, you said you can't taste anything. So um, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I really enjoy the cigar when I can't taste anything. <laughs> That's not a great answer. I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, not getting taller or richer anytime soon. Uh, this is yeah, exactly. Yeah, I also am in that short category. Don't worry. Uh, five six is not something to brag about. So if you guys don't know Michael Wells, uh, he owns a little guy's cigar shop down in Tucson, which is a phenomenal online retailer. And oh, yeah. everybody out there, just so you know, you can use the code CM10 to pick up cigars from him and get a little discount. A little, a, li a little north of ten percent. Yeah, just uh, you know, there's there's a little discount there for you guys using the CM10. So uh, Michael Wells is a good friend, man. Just one of those. One of those uh, just really, really good guys, and uh, we got to get you guys connected. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I got to go check it out. I love, I love Arizona, and there are so many cool places to go visit, and this gives me another reason to go over there. So anytime, anytime I can get to Arizona, I have a great time. Yep. <laughs> Kevin like also it? likes acid, so I just can't. Oh, <laughs> oh he responded. There we go. Ha ha. That was before I came down. With the sickness, my morning breakfast videos have become weirdly popular. Yeah. He's getting into the a, a, what is it? Oh, ASMR. ASMR territory right there. <laughs> I thought you were going to say AARP for a second. I was like, where are you going with that? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's starting to get some gray in the beard, so it might be there. Breakfast with Kevin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put the discount for your AARP card. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I like yeah. that. And then Michael Wells, wee bit north of 10%, just like I'm a wee bit north of a midget. <laughs> Dude, it was the perfect thing when he comes out with his when he comes out with his shop name of Little Guy Cigar Shop. He's not kidding. He's a no. little guy, man. And he stands next to me and it's like he's just it's funny because I'm six three and he's like he's like four one or something. I don't know. He's really short. Well, um, and his his house blends are called short stack, so it's even better. Yeah. Nice. I yeah. love that. That's awesome. Oh. <laughs> Little Guy Cigar yeah. Shop will sell your cigars, especially if you do a Pokemon line. <laughs> I'm on it. I'll, I'll get to work on that right away. Done. Right. Sold. Very cool. Well, hey, guys. We want to, as we're getting ready to, oh, wait. Have you seen an AS, oh, no. Why did I start reading this? Have you seen an <laughs> ASMR cigar review? The oh, only sure. one I saw was weirdly, oh, what? So as we uh, start to wrap up today's show, we've had so much fun. I, I love this because it, it's it's unscripted and we just have fun and I love it. Um, but I want to thank both of you guys for, for coming on and hanging out uh, with us on Down and Up Live today. But I know you already mentioned it about halfway through, but where can people reach out to you, connect with you, and stay connected? Oh, sure. yeah, yeah. They can find us, uh, again, on Facebook or YouTube at The Bakersfield Gentleman. Uh, or if they want to follow the uh, the cigar stuff, that's uh, Pariah Cigars on uh, Facebook. And, and then, of course, uh, our uh, Instagram is BacoGent661, where we post a lot of our stuff as well. Uh, and uh, Pariah underscore cigars on Instagram as well. 
Very cool. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. It's it's been a lot of fun today. It's <laughs> just goofing yeah. off and hanging out. But uh, there's no other way to summarize it. It's just been a lot of fun, been goofy and and hanging out. But thank you guys for uh, coming on for what you guys do. And uh, yeah. you you guys are are definitely you've got your hands in multiple different things, which makes it fun for the community and gives you a lot to talk about. So it's cool. Yeah, I appreciate being on, guys. Got to hop on for Great American. I'm like, I'm gonna wake you up early, and we're gonna do a Great American morning sometime. Just let me know whenever you're free. All right. Sounds yeah, good. perfect. Perfect. Brandon, we appreciate you guys. And Brandon's usually just barely in bed when that's starting, so that's perfect for him. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just I stay up, it. dude. We'll do it. You'll, you'll catch me sleep deprived. <laughs> I'll, I will send you some non uh, grande or venti sized coffee. I promise. There will be there will be no weird acronym. It will just be a large. There perfect. You go. And listen, you guys ever come to Arizona over here in Phoenix, man? Let me know when you guys are on your way. Uh, we'll hang out. I've got a cigar lounge right here on the other side of this wall um, here at my home, dude. We'll just hang out. We'll chill in the cigar lounge and, and just have some good times, man. Awesome. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys. Hang out in the green room if you guys like, man, and uh, we'll catch you in a minute. Thank you, guys. Y'all right. have a good one. Thanks for watching, guys. See you guys. Oh, we didn't both click the button at the same time. I was waiting for them to like go out and back in like they like we do too often. Yeah, I'm scrolling through all the comments over here. Michael mistyped four five. <laughs> we do not condone the use of Pokemon for any cigars, and we reserve the right to retail such which markets to children. <laughs> Somebody's been reading too much legal paperwork. Oh wow. There you go. And guys, be watching out for Kevin. He's gonna post that uh, ASMR cigar review, five million views. There you go. It's going to go viral. Yeah, that it Brent, is. That's true. And Brandon doesn't sleep. He he takes naps. Yeah. Um, and I have a friend that calls them nappy wappies. And it kills me every time he says that. <laughs> He's 10 years older than me. And he calls them nappy wappies. And did you ask him if he wants his juice and crackers when he wakes up? I do. Yes. Perfect. As you should. <laughs> yeah. He's going to roll out his mat in kindergarten and take a nappy wappy. I know, right? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, and 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 I claim that this guy is one of my. Actually, this guy is my best friend in the world that I trust with everything. And then I hear him say "nappy wappy," and I start second guessing my decisions. Well, I will make sure when I see him in a couple of weeks that I I tell him he needs to go take a nappy wappy. Yes, he'll take a few nappy. You'll get to hear him say it. Actually, I'm sure I will. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Michael's so, reading too much illegal BS. There we go. So we've got some exciting stuff coming up in uh, the future here with Down to the Nub Live and some episodes and things like that. Brandon, do you do you want to share who we've got coming on next week? Because we're I'll preface it this way. We when we started Down to the Nub, we wanted to have everybody be able to uh, get exposure to people in the industry, manufacturers, you know, content creators, all those different things. But we also wanted to reach out to people that were just cigar enthusiasts and enjoy cigars. Uh, and a door opened up for us, AKA Brandon, uh, about a month ago. And he sent me a message. And one of the people uh, that he talked with is going to be on next week. And Brandon, who is that? Well, I want to preface it too. Um, guys, I want everybody that's, that's watching right now, that's listening right now, that's checking this out, get prepared for this guest. Uh, get, you know, go on and do a little bit of research on this guy. Check him out. Uh, we we could actually really use uh, your help uh, mm -hmm. because we're breaking into a different part of the world that um, 
we've wanted to break into as as this, as this show continues to progress. And I'm really excited about it because we've always said we want to kind of start phasing out of the industry, guys, and just having just industry people in all the time, which is why I love that we even like the reviewers I find is that that's part of that, you know, mm -hmm. kind of breaking away from just a manufacturer and just enjoying the company of guys like the Bakersfield gentlemen. Um, but uh, get your questions ready. Find out the, you know, the stuff that you'd like to ask this gentleman, because this is going to be really an interesting opportunity um, that, that I'm really excited about. Um, this will be the day after I'm trying to build this. Yeah, this is what I always do, isn't it? Uh, this will be the day after Halloween. Uh, so we have to have a fitting guest yes. uh, for that. And it'll be Kevin from no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Miguel's in the background dying laughing. I can see him. Ah! Yeah, we will. We're gonna have Kevin wearing a, a, a the the hockey mask and the beard sticking out of the bottom of it. Um, no, we are gonna actually have um, none other than Dan Yeager. Uh, and if you don't know who that is, you will know who Leatherface is from the Chainsaw Massacre. So super excited the day after Halloween to have the gentleman that played, not the original one, because that guy's dead. That'd be a little weird to have him on the show. Okay. Uh, but uh, the the which would actually be fitting for the day after Halloween, even better. But he rose from uh, the dead to come on the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so next week I'm super excited. Uh, I get to have a, a cigar with him and uh, about a month ago. And we are gonna have Dan Yeager from uh, from uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, the most recent one. So, dude, it's super exciting, guys. Get your questions ready. Um, we're really, you know, we're really excited to be able to get into another section of this world. He's a cigar smoker. Uh, he mm -hmm. was here for the horror show convention, and we ran into each other. And I just, I think that's cool to get to kind of get different industries perspective on cigars. Yep. Well, and we, it just shows that in so many different facets of life and industries, cigars bleeds over, whether it's athletes, whether it's Hollywood, whatever it is that cigars covers all of those different, you know, industries. And I'm excited when you texted me that and you're like, Hey bro, uh, I'm sitting here talking with, you know, Dan Yeager and you should check him out because we want to get him on and he's all for it. And I'm looking at, I was like, bro, I've watched that movie so many times. Like, can, can it be tomorrow? Like, can we just get them on? <laughs> but I'm, yeah. I'm excited because it, it again, it, it's somebody that enjoys cigars that isn't the typical stereotype guest on a show. And that's what we want to do here. And so I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's really showing what this community is about and the people that are in it. Um, you know, I'll be honest, like, and I told you this, and I'll just share with everybody, but my ultimate bucket list is to have Michael Jordan on here with us. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's a guy that I've always looked up to, um, just not only just in sports back when sports was actually sports, um, but you know just for his work ethic, his family life, just everything that was about him. Man, he managed to stay really well out of the news. You know, didn't get caught up in all the BS that people can get caught up in. He he kept focused, and he he changed the game. I mean, he encouraged his team. He did so much stuff, and like that's one of those guys that is just I would love to do. Uh, uh, you know, a show with him. I would love to just sit down and have a cigar and not even talk basketball, just talk life yep. and, and, and just get an understanding of, of where he comes from and why he chose, you know, the path that he chose and why he chose to be the way that he was. Yep. It, it would be really cool. And the, the greatest part about it is obviously having, you know, these different people on, cause we've got another person that we're in talks with uh, that is an athlete for coming on 
but is typically we when you want to book somebody anybody that knows you want to book talent especially hollywood or you know an a-lister from their specific sport or their demographic their area is you got to go through an agent and you got to book them and okay what does it cost for the time and do all of that the people that we've been blessed with having exposure to and connecting with are volunteering their time. They're like, no, I just want to be a part of this. I just want to come and enjoy a cigar with you. And that just speaks volumes to the kinds of people that they are. Yeah. I literally text, uh, I I texted him the other day and I was like, Hey bro, uh, we'd love to have you on the day after Halloween. He's like, cool. I'm in. And it's just like done. You know, it's like, that was it. So simple. And, and it was just it was just a blessing, man. It's really cool. So we're super excited about it, guys. Get your questions ready. Get everything locked in and ready to go because I'm sure that uh, a lot of you guys are big fans and would love to just you know ask some of these questions. So get on here with us next week. Check it out. Um, if you've not yet done so, please make sure that you have subscribed. Please make sure you ring that bell because it does something. Um, starting to figure it out. I think it tells you something at some point. I don't know. But it's just fun <laughs> to click something else. Uh, so, and while you're clicking away, uh, you know, make sure that you like this video, share with your friends, write a comment, do all that fun stuff on there that, um, that, you know, you can do because your voice can be heard and bleep bloops matter. And evidently Evan prefers B-listers. So well, well done, Evan, but yeah, well, I mean, yeah, and if you're not following, it's the only way. Can, well done, Evan. There you go. If you're not already following us on our socials, you can do that. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at down to the nub. We do have a Patreon. Uh, if you want to support the show and what goes into it, I'm trying not to read it yet so I can get through it. It's patreon.com slash down to the nub. Uh, if you'd like to support the show and what goes into it. Okay, what did Kevin say? Now that I can, I'll, I'll look at it. Clicking it, wait, never. So what did Kevin say? The man only works one day a year and you book him the next day. Shaking my head. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> that's the, uh, that's, that's the power of down to the dub. There you go. That's, that's how it goes. Um, all right. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up this week's episode. Thank you for checking it out. Thank you again to Frankie Miguel, the Bakersfield gentleman for jumping on and hanging out uh, with us and having just a crazy fun time. But we will yeah. catch you guys next week with Dan Yeager, Leatherface. And uh, don't forget, we've got our podcast that uh, posts every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And check that out when you get some uh, real life of what, you know, Brandon and I, just the two of us together talk about. And, uh, and we'll go from there. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we will catch you guys next week. See you guys.